we're going to do our top three tips on how to lose weight and get back on track after Christmas and New Year's. You're such a professional, <laughs> absolute hero. Right. So professional. I was born to do this. So tip number one, yes. no snacking. It's unwanted, unneeded calories that actually can spike your blood sugar and leave you craving more food throughout the day, as opposed to just getting back on track with three regular meals, um, which, are, which are nicely balanced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think there is a lot of marketing uh, going towards your 11s, 11s is snack. There's a lot of marketing uh, based around trying to get you to consume these snacky products. They're not so, not necessary. If you're eating three square meals a day, I'm not a big snack guy, you know, if you're eating those big three square meals a day. And I've got my my way I would like people to plate up a meal. And if it's balanced with enough um, complex carbohydrates, proteins, and fibrous veggies, you're not going to be hungry before your next meal. And if chances are, if you are hungry before your next meal, it's not hungry, it's thirst. Yeah, so, grab a glass of water or a black coffee or a, a herbal tea and, and have a drink instead. I think this is the thing, like we're programmed now, aren't we, to, we should have, if we want to lose weight, we need five small meals a day. Um, we're programmed from probably being being in jobs and being at school, tea breaks. So you have your, you have your break, then you have a tea break at work. So it's associated with food. Um, I, th I think like we're, there's, there's too many options and, and associations to food. Um, for me, if I snack, I would have planned in smaller meals so I can have my snacks and then I never feel full. So I would actually rather have three meals a day where I feel nice and full afterwards for the same calorie content or less calories. Um, than I would from from adding extra snacks in there. That makes sense. Smaller smaller meals will actually leave me hungrier and more likely to eat more food. Yes, yeah, it's worth mentioning. You you mentioned about blood sugar there. Like that, a blood sugar spike is normal after a meal. It, it is normal. I don't think, in my opinion, it's not necessary to have that blood sugar spike five six times a day. Um, the I mean, I I I, I personally. I, I go to war on the term breakfast. It, it is. It, it stands for breaking your fast. I don't think that meal should come within 20, 30 minutes of you waking up. I think you should wait until you're actually hungry. That's my personal opinion, and I have a lot of success with suggesting that to people. And once you get past the idea of force feeding food into the system first thing in the morning, you're going to be. You're certainly not. <laughs> you're certainly going to appreciate not doing that. Um, but snacking for me is just the thing that we are conditioned to think we are supposed to have. And, and I've got guys, I've mentioned him to you before, the guy who wakes up, uh, he, he's got the best life, he's in IT, working from home. And I don't know if this is just me working with an abnormally large amount of people that work from home, but he wakes up at like two minutes to nine. He, he on his phone, logs on to Microsoft Teams so that he's working. He's not doing anything. He thinks, He's on Teams, but he's on social media. But he'll go and force feed food, and that's nine o'clock, ten past nine, and then at ten thirty, he'll have his his healthy snacks because he's going to go healthy snack. But it'll be peanut butter and bananas, or peanut butter and apple, or a breakfast bar. This is the best one. One of these breakfast bars. Then lunch at one, then another snack at three thirty, and then dinner with the wife at six, six thirty. And and how many is that? Is that 
five meals. Five, five meals. meals. He's only been awake eight hours, you know, and he's already had five meals. And then he's snacking into the evening on, on healthy stuff. Again, he's having nuts, of course, because it's healthy and stuff like that. And it's and, and before he realizes, he's wondering, he's question, questioning me as to why he's not losing weight. And like, you've just tracked it all, you can see you don't need it. Didn't yeah, I I agree with that, and I think like like you just said then, just because the food is a good food, a healthy food, a superfood, still has a calorie content. So either you're tracking your food and and you've worked them into your plan, and that's fine. If you if you're tracking your calories and you've decided you want to have three meals and a couple of little snacks, but you know it fits your calorie intake for the day, fine. If that if that's what works for you, but what we're saying here, we're we're kind of aiming this at people who aren't tracking their calories and just want to get back onto good habits, following a bit of a binge over Christmas and New Year's, you just don't need them. If you, you're, you're, you should be, you should be having three nice big meals a day that fill you up full of, full of veggies. Yeah. Like Ben says, you know, nice protein source, carb source, full of veggies. This should be all you need. Is that, is that you endorsing eating something green? Is, is, that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Mate, I eat my greens. I might not enjoy it, but I eat my greens. And everyone else should too. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a really like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because like, it's what people forget. Veg fills you up. It's fibrous. Keeps you feeling full. We don't have it. People that are eating very beige plates and processed food, it's no wonder you're craving food and you're hungry. It's just going through you. It's, 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 there's nothing there to actually make you feel full. Like, why not add in loads of veg for low calories that fill you up? Great. So, I'm proud of us, mate. That's, that's like, what, 10 minutes and we're already a third of the way through? Yeah. We might get this done in 20 minutes. Like right. I we're Tip number two, then. Get number your, two. Get yourself an accountability buddy. Yes. It's much, yes. It is much, much easier to do this with someone else. Get yourself a friend that if, you can train with. Or get yourself a friend who just wants to do some weight and you guys once a week or, or however often it is, just just update each other on how you're getting on and whether you're managing to lose and what's worked for you and what hasn't worked. But do it together because like ultimately if you're trying to lose weight and you're doing it on your own, there's no one there to pat you on the back. There's also no one there to make you stick to what you're doing. So it could be a friend, could be a family member, could even be a coach, but not me, I'm very busy. Um, but it could be, it, it could be whatever source it is. A coach is obviously you're going to have to pay for them, and but they but the information and the accountability is probably going to be better than. But if but if you find someone else who's in the same boat as you, which is what I would advise to do at first, then you know pair up. Yeah, even if it's something like uh, uh, Slimming World, you you want to join your local Slimming World if you've got one in the area, or Weight Watchers, or. Or, or whatever it is, you want to sign up with a coach. Like I say, probably not us. Um, but get get yourself get yourself a friend. Do it do it with a friend. If you want to join a gym, there's probably a discount for a joint membership. Like this, the, the this, you, your adherence is going to skyrocket if you're going to go with a friend with similar motivation, or or at least is more disciplined than you. Discipline is something I'm always going to say is is more important than motivation. So if you've got someone who you know is disciplined enough to keep you on track, pair up with that person and stick with it and go together. You'll enjoy it more as well. Yeah, I, I massively agree. And I think as well, like if you're someone that doesn't enjoy training and doesn't want to go to the gym and, and you know, 
if you've got a friend in there that you can have a laugh and a joke with in between sets or um, even someone that you just know is going to be there at a certain time and you're going to let them down if you don't go, then mm. you're much more likely to fit the gym into your life. Yeah. If you go, if you're going by yourself and you hate it, <laughs> you are probably going to get to a point where you just go, nah, fuck this. This isn't for me. You know, yeah. you know? yeah. that's what got I me training in the first place. Yeah. I think it transcends fitness as well. Like you look at what you and I are doing in business, like these groups we're working on, you, we, how, how many years have we spoke about doing it individually? Suddenly we've paired up and now I'm doing it because I don't want to let you down. And yeah, it may not like this podcast. <laughs> this this podcast yeah. doing it with you is an accountability buddy because I'd never do it on my own. No, so it's, and it would be quite boring. It was just one of us logging in talking to ourselves for an hour. I think it'd be more fun actually. I think I think the content would be a hell of a lot better if you weren't here. But it would probably be a lot more intelligent and a lot more entertaining. Anyway, <laughs> no, it's exactly this principle, isn't it? There's no reason that two coaches can't work together if they hold each other accountable. It's the same with you with your fitness goals. You know, if, if someone's holding you accountable and there's a time you have to be somewhere and do something or there's someone waiting on your check-in. It's just a little bit more, bit more oomph to kind of get going with it, isn't it? So I think as well, accountability buddy can kind of work in terms of a, a peer group as well. So just to, just very quickly, like if you tell your friends and family that you're trying to lose a bit of weight, they're less likely to kind of, you know, if you're out in the pub and you, you have a Diet Coke or you have a vodka yeah. and Diet Coke, if you, want, if you still want to have a little bit of booze, then they're less likely to be like the, the, the kind of, peer pressure into what are you doing that for you know you've that's, told them what you're there for so that's interesting because we need to normalize that more don't we mm. we need to not you're the weird one if you go to the pub and you go oh, i'm just going to have a diet coke and i'm not going to drink you're weird you, you don't fit the social norm yeah you're going to the office do you, do you remember at henley you and i were the weird ones because we'd prep our meals and yeah. we'd turn up and we'd eat what people would perceive as dry and boring food because we and we were the weird ones for doing that yeah doesn't fit with the norms does it to, to take a, no. a packed lunch in or a, a pre-prepared meal that you want to eat but if you were there and you went to the vending machine and had a chocolate bar or you ordered in a pizza that's normal yeah that's fine that's a social norm like order a takeaway and spend 20 quid on a pizza or a tenner on a, on a Chinese. That's that's normal in, in an office situation. A meal deal is completely fine, but suddenly you prep a meal uh, or, or, or dare skip a social event because you want to get an early night because you're tired and you want to just, like, like this, that's weird. However, binge drinking and eating like shit is normal. And that's, it is, um, sorry, binge, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, like we need to switch the, the narrative of what is societally acceptable. Exactly that, and don't get me wrong, I've been on both sides of it. So, I've been the binge, the binge drinker, and the binge eater. So, if I'm out in the pub, I'm not going to criticise people for getting a pint, am I? But they will go, "Oh, you drinking a diet coke for? What's wrong with you?" Like, I, I actually lie. I have to tell people I'm driving half the time, even when I'm not, or I will drive purposely to have the excuse because I need an excuse. I'm not telling people not to drink, please like go ahead and drink, enjoy your drink, but don't, don't have a go at others who don't want to drink. Just let them be them. There's a reason they're doing it. So let's normalize people taking a healthy option with their life and let's not bastardize that shit. Yeah. And back to the accountability, tell your friends and family why you're doing it and just say, I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. 
if it's family members and, and you are, you know, a little bit overweight, they'll support you. If they're, they're half decent anyway, <laughs> they will. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see more people, right? So if let's, let's say outside of, um, obviously disorders and body dysmorphia and stuff like that. outside of that, if, if someone says like, I would like to, um, I'd like to change this. I'd like to gain this muscle. I'd like to lose this weight instead of saying, Oh, you look fine as it is. Support that person. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Support them. hundred percent. And your words of encouragement, yeah. if they've told you that's what they're trying to do, if you then pay them a little compliment back when you notice them getting results, that means so much to people that that's yeah. what keeps people on track support them don't hate them for it you know don't 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 criticize what they're doing or what you find is most people criticize you in a group i found this a lot as a as a when i first started training will you get the piss ripped out of you when you're in a group during the course of that night if you're on a night out individually people will come up to you and go so um so how um how do you do this and what are you doing to do like people people on one-to-one scale are actually interested and and want to know but in a group session, but but in a group environment, we'll take the piss out of you. Part of that is fine. That's you know, <laughs> that is like having a friend, a close friendship group. But we need to eradicate it if it's actually making people feel guilty for for their choices. Yeah. It's fine to yeah, a, it, when I say it's fine, it's fine to a point where it's humorous. Yeah. But let people be people and, and don't criticize what they're doing. Yeah, my, um, John, I'm going to call him out on this. My dad's actually really bad for this because he's always taken the piss out of exercise. He's never really understood it. He's never got it. Um, so if I'd have listened to, to the societal norm of my dad telling me and taking the piss out of me watching all these, all these muscly men videos and all that, if I'd have listened to it, I'd have given up years ago. So it's, I think it's, let's just be a little bit more supportive and encouraging to our our friends our family and yeah let's let's find someone to keep ourselves accountable tip number three move every day just fucking move just move <laughs> it's pretty simple isn't it please stop moaning just move do something about it there's no one out there that can't find time in the day to, to, to do some sort of movement agreed yeah, I mean, it's if you... probably, I'm probably not the best person to speak on this. Uh, unmarried, no kids, live on my own. Like, I'm probably not the best person to speak on it, but you can, being that you are, you've got a wife, you have to satisfy. Um, I'm going to use a different <laughs> choice of words there. You have a wife that you need to consider. Um, you have a newborn in the house, you're running a business. Like, you, you I think you're very well placed to speak on this you can still find the discipline within yourself to find the time. I mean, incorporate them into your, into what you're trying to do. Yeah. Having a kid is no reason not to go out and move every day, strap them in the buggy, take them out for a 20 minute walk. I mean, I'm a really, well, yeah, exactly. I I think as well, like it's never going to be, you know, people who, who work in office jobs, I've never had a real job, so I don't really understand. But for those people who sit in front of a desk for, eight nine hours a day and say they don't have time to go out for a walk would you not be more productive if you had a lunch break or let's be honest most people are working from home i'm sure you can find a time in the day to take a break would you not be more productive if you actually left your laptop went out for a 20 minute walk cleared your head got some fresh air and then came back to it 
you know if we're, when we're when i'm training clients if i have like four or five of them back to back and you know you get a bit fuzzy after a while you, you you know they wouldn't notice but um you do i go and train at another gym because it gets me out of that building it gets me into the fresh air it gives me a different change of scenery and then when i come back in later i'm nice and fresh and i want to carry on if i trained in the same place and i've been in those four walls god i'd go mental like it's i i'd go stir crazy so i think i think like getting up and moving we, we can all do it we can find like 10 you know if you can't if you don't want to go for a walk um, for whatever reason you can find a 10 minute workout you can do on youtube you can put it on your laptop there's there's always time in the day who hasn't got 10 minutes you spend 10 minutes on social media you probably spend an hour in the evening watching tv comes back to the accountability buddy why don't you make your accountability buddy your partner if you're in that position where you want to you know lose a bit of weight do a 10 minute workout together in the evening on on youtube it's all it all rolls into one but everyone can might be necessary yeah, sorry, I was going to say it might, it might be necessary in some ways because um, we're in the middle of winter here in the UK and, and it's obviously dark in the evenings from like 4.30 onwards. So I, I completely appreciate females might not want to walk in the evening on their own, but you can certainly find an accountability, accountability, account, oh goodness, accountability buddy to walk with. Um, you can certainly stick, uh, did, you, did you know there's um, videos on YouTube now where you can get, 5,000 steps in in 15 minutes. And it, it's like they're like dancing workouts and step workouts on YouTube. Fantastic. Great tool, yeah. It doesn't matter how you do it, but, but everyone out there can incorporate some form of exercise or movement into their daily life. Set yourself a little, um, set yourself an alarm clock on your phone that, 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 that dings off. And at that time, you, you know, you can work out your, your tomorrow today, you know, Put a, put a little thing in your, your phone that sets an alarm and at that time you're going to go for a 10 minute walk don't don't snooze it don't cancel it get up and go maybe switch your snacks out and instead of snacking go for a walk in your tea breaks yeah good i like that it all makes sense doesn't it it's, it's all simple stuff but mm -hmm. we, what, what i think we're trying to do here it's just change a few bad habits, right? And I think that is the key to, to all of this is when you're trying to get back on track, just pick two or three simple little things like these that you can incorporate into your life that will start you on good habits. Because all of these, what we're saying are bad habits, not moving, not uh, snacking, and yeah, trying to do it on your own. That is, that is quite a bad habit because there's no, unless you're very self-motivated, it's very hard to get it to work. So not really a habit but it's yeah i think it's not a yeah habitual change is the key word there isn't it that's the buzzword at the moment if you if you can make them habits you're going to continue with them on for the rest of your life and they're going to be much more sustainable yeah not rocket science none of these are rocket science but if you can incorporate these three things i think you're far more likely to get yourself back on track again so i think we'll round it up with that then so tip number one no snacking tip number two find yourself an accountability buddy tip number three some form of movement every day. Move. Just move. Just fucking move. Yeah. I can't, I can't disagree with any of them. Um, seems we've got to this point, should we see if anyone's still paying attention? If you've got this far, comment down in the... What can we get in the comment? What's your safe word? Have you come up with one yet? Should we? Nah, still still working on it. I want a, good, I want a really good one that's going to really, like, throw, you know... It's, it's going to really be, like... I'm a bit like this with everything though, like nothing's good enough. 
I'm so indecisive. <laughs> I want it to be. I want to have a massive shock factor, and that's that. It, it does kind of. Uh, that is kind of you to a nutshell, isn't it? Oh, I'm not going to announce my. I'll always be able to come up with a better one. I'm not going to announce it yet. Yeah, mate. Honestly, the amount of money I would have made if I just followed through with like one of my ideas. But I don't. I'm, I'm so indecisive. And until until things, this is why this podcast is probably so shit because we're not waiting for it to be perfect. We're just putting it out there. Yeah. If you wait, waiting for it to be perfect, it will just never get done, right? I don't know how we went from my safe word to um, perfect. But anyway, what about hamstring? Just for a laugh, let's put hamstring in the comments. If uh... yeah. Chris, Chris is cramped, <laughs> yeah. hashtag Chris is cramped in the uh... in the comments. And yeah, if you um, if you are trying to incorporate any of these or if you've got any of your ideas of your own then also comment and let us know what you're trying to get to do to get back on track yeah or if you'd just like to argue for the fact chris is in a very argumentative mood lately so i think it might be more diet related but i'm so hungry all the time <laughs> <laughs> how's the weight drop going though you uh yeah, you're good. Anything. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've probably dropped what was i 90 i'm down like three kilos maybe since christmas so it's all it's all coming in the right direction. Um, so have you made any big changes, or is it just are you doing anything differently? I am tracking my food. I am. Ooh. I've incorporated a little bit more cardio, a bit more hit training at the end of my sessions. Um, not all of them, just just a couple of times a week, and that's it really. More steps. I am getting more steps in. So yeah, there's again, it's just small changes, isn't it? I'll do those, see when they work. When they stop working, I'll look to change one or two more things. But Amazing. Yeah, small changes. That's what, that's what gets results, isn't it? Ah, uh, good man. Cool. All right, buddy. What, what are you weighing at the moment? So I'm now down to 97, I think. Mm-hmm. So if I, can get, I want to get down to yeah. like 93. I feel good at yeah, 93. If, I can if move. Asking, just in case anyone's curious, that's 97 kilos. Chris is six foot tall-ish. Almost six foot tall. Um, so it's 97 kilos for anyone goes, he's 97 pounds. I'll be honest, I've lost two kilos and I feel like I'm 97 pounds. You know, that psychological effect of losing weight, I'm suddenly like, I see other people in the gym and I'm like, oh, should I just go back to doing a bit more bodybuilding stuff and eating a bit more food? It's, it's such a psychological battle for me to lose weight. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to, you get to a crossover point where you, ha- where you lose a bit of weight. At the, at the beginning, you just feel soft and kind of, and in between nothing and then you lose enough where you start seeing this muscle definition that you look really big again like i remember when i lost like seven eight kilos when i was in the show if i lose seven or eight kilos people come up to me and they go fucking hell you're massive like what have you been eating like what are you doing like oh no i've just lost eight kilos but because you can see the muscle definition you look huge trouble is you put like jumpers on and t-shirts and you feel tiny so it's a, it's a psychological battle but if you get to that stage then that's that's good like yeah. it's a good problem well, to have <laughs> yeah, welcome to my world you just look skinny fat all the time yeah but with a top off you look great but no one sees you with a top off so nope that's probably nope. another and every time we no go on i was no. <laughs> <laughs> i was i was gonna say that's a topic for another day but that's i think that's where social media can hold you accountable and be a really useful tool um is we, we should do an episode where we just shit on social media because about four times today i've had to stop myself and go oh 
it's quiet because I quite I keep wanting to shit on social because even like there when when you were there you're 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 obviously you're looking at the uh, at the roided up monsters online and you're thinking I don't look like that at the moment I need to change my approach yeah it's, it's a really negative approach to have isn't it oh good yeah okay yeah I I reckon we just do one episode on social media because everything I say always comes back to something negative about it there are positives with social media obviously there's just far more negatives <laughs> yeah i mean we make a living through social media pretty much so if it disappeared tomorrow we actually yeah. i'd be fine that's that's what i have set my business over the last few years where i don't depend on it i used to and i hated it like in terms of i don't know like it was it was a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of topless pictures of me and a lot of this and the other that I didn't like. So I stopped it all. And what I think, again, we're going off on social media. We will do an episode on social media. Should we? Let's leave that one there. Yeah, should we leave that one there? And we'll shit on social media another yeah. time. Because I could rant for a long time. Yeah, they, they are your three weight loss tips to get yourself back on track for the new year. Yeah, they might not be popular, but if you stop snacking, but do you know what? That's my favourite. Stop snacking, for goodness sake, yeah. guys. If you stop snacking and you uh, get yourself accountable and you just move a bit more, you're going to be surprised. It is as simple as that. Less is more. Less is more. Perfect. Cool, mate. Chat to you soon. Yeah, man. Good speech as always, pal. And you, mate. Take care. Peace. Love you, man. <laughs>